0: Consider for a moment the difference between yourself right now and some version of you from the past. That could be 5 years ago, 10 years ago, could be 40 years ago, depending on how old you are right now. So depending on the type of changes you've undergone in this time, you could be a very different person than that version of you from the past. So on the surface, your physical body has changed. Um, You've aged. But on top of that, even at the cellular level, our bodies are changing. Like they say, your skin. Over a number of years, it will completely replace itself. So of course, deeper than the physical, you as a person has also changed, and it could be quite drastic. Your opinions have likely changed, how you process information, you know, the way you look at the world could be completely different. But at the core of it all, like what makes you you? It's not really your physical body. It's not really your opinions. Your opinions can change. You know, let's say you were drastically different than that version of you at some point in the past. Was that you? Or is the version of you now you? Or are they both you? So if I were to go back in time to that old version of myself, let's say when I was 18 years old, and then I magically changed to the person I am today, people would likely see it as a drastic change. I have... Massively changed my opinions, the way I look at the world compared to that old version of myself. Um, I guarantee people would notice that. So would they see me as the same person? And the real question is, are people more likely to accept these changes if they happen slowly over time and you slowly morph from one version of yourself into the other? So I think a lot of these questions can kind of be summed up in this paradox. It's a, a known paradox from philosophy. It's called the Ship of Theseus. So this is from ancient Greece, and it's a thought experiment about, you know, identity and what makes a thing a thing. And at what point does it become a different thing? So the thought experiment goes like this. There's this guy named Theseus, and he has a ship. Let's just say, for ease of explanation, that this ship is made up of 100 boards. That's all that makes up this ship. So the question is, if one board is changed, let's say a board breaks, or a board wears out, or there's a hole in one board, and that needs to be fixed, if you replace that one board, is it still the same ship? Most people would say, yeah, it's definitely the same ship. But over time, like let's say over a thousand years, you know, one board at a time is replaced. And then one day this ship is sitting inside a museum somewhere. And at that point, every single board on the ship has been replaced. There is no part of that ship that is the same physically as the old ship. Is that the ship of Theseus? So this is where things start to get a little uncertain. You know, some people say, yes, it's still the same ship because it has slowly changed over time. Some people say, no, it's not the same ship because there are none of the original pieces of the ship left inside the ship. So for the people that say it is a different ship, the next question is, at what point did it become a different ship? And this is the paradox, really, of the question. You know, most people would agree that changing one board, it's still the same ship. But at some point along the way it's becoming less and less of itself and at some point when does it switch to a new ship? Is it that last board? So you've got 99 out of hundred and then when you change that last board it becomes a different ship? Is it you know somewhere in the middle maybe at 49 boards it's still the original ship of Theseus? But when you fix that 50th board now more than half of that ship has been changed, therefore it's not really his ship anymore, it's it's a different ship. So I was thinking about this all week and trying to really boil down, you know, what is the ship of Theseus? At what point is it is it his ship, is it a different ship? And, you know, for me, I think the solution to this problem is to realize that identity is... A bit of an illusion, in a way. There, there is no real way to lock down what I am, who I am. You know, if I remove pieces of myself and replace them with new pieces, at what point do I become a different person? Let's say I get amnesia, or my, you know, I lose my memory and I start over from scratch. You know, am I a different person, or is like there this base processing underneath it all? that makes me, me, no matter what. You know, it, it's the question of nature versus nurture. How much of me is my experience, what I've been taught, my cultural programming, what I've learned through experiment? I think why this question of identity and really locking down what makes you, you. The reason why I think it's an interesting question is I think it applies back to our relationships. Let's say you get married quite young at 20 years of age. And you are a certain person. You're these two people. They are the way they are. They might have shared values. They might have shared interests. They might validate the identity of the other person just by being them because they share all these things. And as time goes on, I feel like There's multiple ways this can go. You know, some people grow together and in the same direction, and they manage to change together along the way and almost become these new people together. On the other hand, you could have people that kind of grow apart. You know, they started at the same time with shared values, but what happens if one person starts to go down a different path and they change their values and this person doesn't? What if their interests change? What if their opinions on the world change? What if the way they react to certain things changes? You know, what was once the glue to that relationship might very soon be gone. And now these two people are moving apart. How do they get back? I think when it comes to relationships, a lot of times we humans will almost take snapshots of people at a certain state, at a certain stage in their life, and we want that person to almost stay the same in a way. You know, and why is that? It's because trust is built on stability. You know, what is trust at its core? It's looking into the past and seeing a bunch of behaviors, and then you look into the future and you say, that is likely to continue. That's sort of what I see trust as. Um, a lot of times people ask for trust when you don't have that past behavior. And it's it's not really something you can choose in, in a way, I think, you can't choose to trust a person until you've had that past experience to base that trust on. So I think what can happen is people might take a snapshot of you, let's say, I've just taken this snapshot of you. If I now substitute that snapshot for you, you might actually be moving off, changing, growing, becoming a different person. Your identity is slowly changing, just like that ship. Boards are being removed. And here is this person still stuck on that snapshot of you. One day that person might wake up and compare their snapshot to the way you appear now, and it might look like you're a different person. And I've actually had people say that to me in my life. They're like, I don't even recognize you anymore. I don't even know who you are. And it's it's a sad thing. I, um, it almost triggers some guilt, right? It's like, oh, maybe I shouldn't be changing. I, maybe I changed too quickly. But it's actually not the right way to look at it. The reality is, as you are changing, you are growing. And the people that you want in your life are the people that can see those changes and update their snapshot of you as you go along. And so let's say right now you are young and you're not married yet and you're starting to get into relationships. Maybe you're in a serious relationship and you're wondering if this person is the person you should spend the rest of your life with. I think one of the most important things For a relationship that's going to last long term is, can this person change along with you? If you change your values, can you really discuss it with that person and come to some kind of mutual understanding? Or is this the type of person that likes you the way you are right now, but as you change, it's almost like they will turn a blind eye to it and hold that version of you that you once were. We are all changing, we are all malleable, and to be honest, it's very hard to lock down what makes me, me. And in the end though, I think that's okay. I don't have to worry about it, in a way. I don't have to try to remain consistent to some past version of myself. I am allowed to change, I am allowed to grow, and you are as well. And don't let people, in your life, shame you for that. Don't let people try to hold you to some standard just because it was the way you used to be at some point in the past. Growth happens, embrace it. Anyway guys, thanks so much for listening today. I hope you got something out of that and I hope you have a great day. See you later.